Hello, everyone. Welcome to China Money Podcast. I'm your host Nina Xiang. Welcome to this week's of China VC Tech News Roundup for the week of May twenty first and two twenty fifth. This week I'm by myself, but、uh, hopefully next week we'll have an, an exciting guest joining me, so that we can do a more interactive podcast. But this week is a busy one for the Chinese VC and tech industry. There are lots and lots of news headlines we need to go through. So here we go. The first one: China's e-commerce firm JD.com is planning to debut a new in-car delivery service in partnership with Chinese EV company NIO. Of course, this service is modeled based on what's、um, available for Amazon users in the U.S. already. So JD.com is part- partnering with、uh, NIO for car owners of NIO. They will be able to purchase products on JD.com and have those purchases be delivered. To their car doesn't matter whether their car is at home, parked in the office, or on the roadside anywhere, anywhere that's convenient. So the service is not launched yet, as、uh, NIO is planning to deliver its vehicles to its buyers later this year. So when people actually get the cars, this service will be available. To those car owners of this one Chinese EV company, of course, JD.com plans to roll out this service to to more car owners. So the company is talking to a lot of Chinese automakers to、uh, establish more partnerships going forward. So specifically, the service will use connected car technology that automatically locates customers' cars, that enables JD.com's、um, delivery personnel to pop the trunk of the car using a personal digital assistant, and then deposit the order, lock the trunk again. To maximize security, the device is programmed so only the specifically authorized JD delivery person will be able to open the car trunk, while the entire delivery process will be monitored using in-car cameras. Next up, Chinese venture capital incubation firm Sanovision Ventures. Which is, of course, founded by the former head of Google China, Dr. Kai Fu Li, has announced the company plans to establish a 2.5 billion RMB or 391 million U.S. dollar artificial intelligence fund in the city of Guangzhou. The fund will invest in projects related to AI, big data, education, consumer、uh, consumption upgrade,、uh, upgrade themes, and B2B sector. The fund will help Guangzhou City to develop its AI business chain. Sanovision Ventures will set up an AI subsidiary and a research center in the city as well as part of this partnership. 
Guangzhou is, of course, the capital city of Guangdong Province, and as、uh, many other cities in China, is accelerating its technological investments to catch up with its neighbor city Shenzhen, or Beijing and Shanghai. Last year, Shenzhen. Uh, with its twelve point five million population, had a GDP of two point two trillion RMB, while Guangzhou, which has more population, fourteen point five million, only had GDP of two point one trillion, so less than Shenzhen. So Guangzhou does indeed have some、uh, catch up to do. Of course, for Sanovision Ventures, the firm previously received an investment tranche of 50 million U.S. dollars from、uh, Spanish bank Banco Bilbao Vizcaya Argentaria for its new 500 million fund targeting artificial intelligence startups. So this happened two months ago, or、oh, actually last month in April. Next up, Hong Kong com- conglomerate Nanfeng Group closes 150 million U.S. dollar fund. A subsidiary or a member of Nanfeng Life Sciences, called Pivotal BioVenture Partners China, said it has reached closing for its first fund with 150 million U.S. dollars. To incubate and build life sciences companies in China, Pivotal China will focus on in licensing innovation, innovative products and technologies of target companies that could serve unmet medical needs of the growing Chinese market. The company will invest broadly in pharmaceuticals, devices, and services sectors. China is catching up in healthcare innovation," said Dr. Jimmy Wei, managing partner of Pivotal Bio Venture Partners China, by creating new companies with entrepreneurs and global partners. Pivotal China Fund intends to bring global technologies to China quickly and efficiently. Nanfeng Group is a Hong Kong conglomerate with global interests in real estate, property development and investment, life sciences, and financial investments. Nanfeng,、uh, Nanfeng Life Sciences is a global investment platform focused on life sciences, and、uh, Nanfeng Life Sciences has presence in both the U.S. and China through direct investments via Pivotal Bio Venture Partners funds. Nanfeng Life Science U.S. Fund, Pivotal Bio Venture Partners, is a 300 million U.S. dollar life sciences venture capital fund established in 2017. And Pivotal China was founded by Vincent Chang, who is a chairman of NFLS and managing director and chief operating officer of Nanfeng Group. A blockchain news coming up. Chinese social media giant Tencent will use blockchain technology to help local tax bureaus fight tax evasion. Earlier this week, Tencent partnered with Shenzhen State Taxation Bureau to set up a smart 
Tech's lab, which will use cloud computing, artificial intelligence, blockchain, and big data to aid taxation management, including exploring the application in digital, fapiao、um, in Chinese, which typical,、uh, which essentially is tax receipts,、um, as well as tax solution optimization. In Shenzhen,、uh, vendors selling. Um, fake fabiao, which is actually a big business in China,、um, can be easily found、um, in crowded regions.、Um, either you're walking off a subway station, or in a lot of、um, uh, uh, supermarkets or or, or big、uh, outdoor markets. Lots of people will stand around and ask you if you need. Fapiao, and this can be purchased with a fee. So, Tencent and the Shenzhen Tax Bureau is creating this lab that's going to explore potential、uh, functions and features、um, that will connect all the relevant parties of Fapiao, and so that the Fapiao can be traced to the source. And every step of the way, in order to verify the authenticity of Fabiao and check reimbursement information, so this can prevent taxpayers,、um, perhaps get reimbursed multiple times with just one Fabiao, for example. Of course, blockchain technology will increase the traceability、uh, and reliability of those information, and.、Um, Also, make sure that those information are not tampered with. Another big deal in the biotech industry: a biomedical company called Bree Bio, which is headquartered in China and the U.S., has raised 260 million U.S. dollars from Sequoia Capital, Yunfeng Capital, and other investors. Prebio was founded in 2018 by a group of experienced medical professionals. Ji Hong, its co-founder and CEO, is former head of GSK Infectious Disease Therapy Unit. He led GSK's efforts to develop drugs for HPV and HIV. The company's focus is treatments for chronic diseases with significant burdens, including infectious diseases, liver and lung diseases, diseases, and others.、Uh, the company also announced three strategic partnerships that it hopes will accelerate infectious disease drug development and commercialization in China. And leverage technology to improve the Chinese healthcare systems. One partnership is with、uh, VIR, the Amer- VIR, the American biotech firm focused on infectious disease. VIR will grant options on exclusive Greater China rights for up to four assets in VIR's portfolio. Another. Is with Ali Health, a healthcare arm of Alibaba Group. The two parties will collaborate and explore approaches to optimize clinical and commercial development efforts. Next up is about、uh, an AI company in China, which we formerly covered and chatted with its. CEO Mobvoi 
a Chinese AI firm backed by Google and Volkswagen Group China, unveiled a number of smart hardware products and an AI chip as the company continues to build up its product portfolio centered around voice recognition technology. The company held a product launch event on Thursday in Beijing. It showcased an upgraded version of its smartwatch, TicWatch, two portable smart speakers, and an AirPods-like wireless smart earphone, and an AI chip supporting voice recognition that the, that the company claims to be the first such chip ready for mass production for mass production for Chinese AI company. So the company has reportedly, uh, reportedly had about 200 to 300 RMB, uh, million RMB in revenues for the year of 2017. And that is pretty significant for AI companies in China. Not the most uh, revenue was highest revenue among Chinese AI companies, but definitely closer to the top earners in this sector. As we know, Chinese smart AI, uh, Chinese AI companies focus on commercialization with with a very very heavy um, focus on that, and especially on generating revenue, even profits. So behind Mobile Voice new product launch, each new product is geared toward pushing or driving up the company's revenues and fundamentals. The company supposedly this year in 2018 will target to uh, register around 1 billion RMB in revenue. That is very significant in terms of the amount of money or fresh blood an AI company is able to generate globally. So the company's four products, including the smartwatch, uh, TicWatch Pro, um, and also the, uh, the company announced two portable smart speaker products, one for children, TicCasa Fox, this is a palm-sized, waterproof and dustproof speaker in the shape of a colorful, bright orange fox. Children can take it anywhere with them, going to school, on the way to the park. It can also listen to music, stories, and readings while they take a bath. Because you can, this is waterproof, so you can actually put the fox in the water. This is a pretty cool product. I was actually at the new product launch event in Beijing on Thursday. Um, looks very interesting, and the price is very, very attractive. 499 for the Tikkasa Fox, which is only 78 US dollars for a small speaker that features conversations you can basically all the all the basic functions of a smart speaker typical and uh, specifically designed for children with a lot of children's music uh, learning materials games songs I, I think this is pretty good value and um, I am I'm, I'm in the process of buying one for my for my own 
children to just test the product and see how how it delivers on the kind of promises it's made on the product launch event. Uh, and also significant for the company's product launches, it finally is releasing a 2B product, which is an AI chip product. When I talked with Mobvoice founder, um, Mr. Lee, last year, that was one of the questions I asked him. And back then, the company was pretty much focused on 2C products. And he didn't specifically answer if the company will launch 2B product, but I think it's almost a consensus that you need every cylinder running in the AI business. As we have seen in other companies like since time, they have all uh, released their own AI chip products, especially under the current atmosphere when AI chips are such is such hot discussion topic and where the Chinese government is really hoping to encourage local companies to push forward on their own innovation and um, beefing up their own capabilities. Understandably, a lot of the Chinese AI companies, uh, the right move would be to go into this space as well. Of course, last week we talked about how the, the world's two largest Bitcoin machine, uh, uh, mining machine makers are all going to AI chip as well. So we should expect a lot more activities and buzz in the AI chip sector going forward. Next up, we have another news on blockchain. Hong Kong-based blockchain project SmartUp said it has received $5 million US dollar investment from Blockchain Japan. SmartUp is a global blockchain incubation plat- incubating platform connecting enterprises and individuals. It provides startup support, business consulting, lead investing and fundraising, as well as networking opportunities. Start- SmartUp also announced that it has reached an agreement with VoluChain for being its first incubating blockchain project. Volution is invested and distributed by FCO International Limited with technical support and funding from Blockchain Japan. An important news touching on AI or AI chip or semiconductor again. China has included four homemade central processing unit or CPU firms to its procurement list for central government's IT projects. This is, of course, in support of China's domestic semiconductor industry. For this particular list that included four new suppliers locally, they include Longsong CPU, designed by Chinese Academy of Science, backed Longsong Technology, Feitong CPU, designed by Tianjin Pytium Technology and Zhaoxin CPU, which is developed by state-owned Shanghai Zhaoxin Semiconductor, and Sunway CPU, developed by Wuxi-based Jiangnan Computing Lab. The inclusion of Chinese local chipmaker is a milestone for the industry, 
Hu Weihu, the CEO of Longsung Technology, told Chinese local media, "In the past, when we were not included, government organizations could not purchase, even if they want to." Who added, in the past, government server vendors were equipped with Intel chips, but Chinese chips weren't able to completely replace Intel chips until at least 2020. Between January and September 2017, China spent 183 billion U.S. dollars importing integrated circuits. A 13.5% increase from the previous year, according to data from China Semiconductor Industry Association. The recent U.S. penalty on Chinese telecom company ZTE Corp has made self-reliance of semiconductor a national priority for China. Another fintech company raised a Series A round of 70.5 million U.S. dollars. Beijing-based China Chenxin Credit, a credit information provider, has raised a 450 million. RMB or 70 million U.S. dollar Series A round from City Capital, Hillhouse Capital, and other investors. Chenxin Credit provides credit information of individuals, companies, and market research services. Its database is connected to local administrations for industry and commerce, police stations, courts, telecom service providers to provide comprehensive credit information. China's personal credit market reached 13.4 billion RMB or 2.1 billion U.S. dollar in 2016, and is ex- expected to grow to 5 billion U.S. dollar in 2020, according to an earlier report by Credit East. Bank of China, which is China's、um, largest, one of the largest state-owned. National banks will use blockchain to empower its poverty alleviation、um, alleviation efforts in the Tibetan autonomous autonomous region, a province with poverty rate of 12.4 percent, compared to China's national average of 3.1 percent. Bank of China has previously deployed a cloud-based system with functions including information access, security certification, and file transfer to manage local poverty reduction fund. The system enables collective management of projects, including fund application, project verification, and fund allocation. Bank of China says it will use blockchain technology to upgrade the system. It will set up a multi-node blockchain network to connect it to its partners, including Agriculture Bank of China and fund applicants. The bank said successful trials in Tibet will set an example to poverty fund management projects in other poor provinces in China, such as in Gansu, Yunnan, and Qinghai province. Another life science investment deal, and a massive one, three hundred million U.S. dollars. Hong Kong-based life science investment firm Outlier Bridge Group. Has led a 300 million U.S. dollar round for Tencent-backed Grill Inc., 
a healthcare company whose mission is to detect, is to provide solutions for early cancer detection. Grill is based in Menlo Park, California, and Hong Kong. It uses high-intensity in sequencing, clinical studies, computer science, and data science to enhance the scientific understanding of cancer biology and to develop and commercialize pioneering products for the early detection of cancer. Last December, the company said it will launch its first product in Hong Kong later this year, which will be a screening test for a type of cancer common in Asia. Last March in 2017, Grill raised over 900 million U.S. dollar in the Series B round, led by Arch Venture Partners and Johnson and Johnson Innovation, which is also participated by Tencent Holdings, Amazon, and others. Before that, Grill was reportedly planning an initial public offering worth around 500 million on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange sometime soon. Ally Bridge Capital and its affiliates manage over two billion U.S. dollar in healthcare assets in China, Europe, and the U.S. Its portfolio includes companies from medtech companies to biopharmaceutical firms. In 2015, Ally Bridge Capital led and completed the 3.3 billion U.S. dollar take private deal of New York Stock Exchange listed. Uxi Pharmatech, Alpha X Partners, a Chinese venture capital firm founded by three veteran Chinese investors, have raised its debut fund with two billion RMB or three hundred fourteen million U.S. dollars in total capital commitments. The debut fund is a dual currency vehicle denominated in both U.S. dollar and RMB. It raised capital from central government-level policy guidance fund, institutional investor from Europe and the U.S., Chinese public companies, and high net worth individuals. The company gives some specific names of its LPs, including a government guidance fund affiliated with CICC and the central. And the government guidance fund in Shanghai's Minghang District, as well as Chinese companies including Credit Ease, Zero to IPO Group, Focus Media, Chihu, 360. Alpha X Partners will mainly invest in companies focused on combining internet with traditional industries, consumer upgrade themes, education, and emerging technology. The fund has already invested in a number of companies, including a Chinese enterprise cybersecurity company, 360 Enterprise Security, an education firm Gaosi Education, gaming live streaming platform Chushou TV, and others. Alpha X Partners was founded in 2016 by Thor Hongchua, who was the founder of Highland Capital China. Also, another co-founder is Yao Yaping, an investment banker with 11 years of experience. Newsdog, which is an Indian news aggregation and personal recommendation mobile app operator, has completed a 50 million U.S. dollar Series C round led by Chinese tech giant Tencent. Chinese investment firms 
Danhua Capital, Legend Capital, and .C United Group also participated in the round. Newsdog was founded by two Chinese entrepreneurs, and is sometimes called India's Total. Total, of course, is the Chinese. Largest Chinese news aggregation and personalized recommendation platform. It's currently valued at around 20 billion U.S. dollars. So Newsdog utilizes, similarly to Total,、uh, utilizes machine learning technology to provide personalized news recommendations to users. It currently has 50 million users in India and supports 10 local languages in India. At the same time, Newsdog also operates its own way media platform, allowing content creators to contribute content to its news aggregation platform. Newsdog says it currently has over 30,000 content creators who contribute to the platform regularly. What's interesting is that with Newsdog's latest funding round, India's top digital news and content platforms are now. All backed by Chinese tech companies, Daily Hunt, another Indian news aggregation app, is backed by Alibaba's UC News and Total. And last year, Total also bought News Republic, another leading Indian news aggregation app. This is very interesting as、um, Chinese technology companies are extending. Their influence and power outside of Chinese borders to, especially, other regions in Asia. In the sector of e-commerce, similarly, Chinese tech companies own or have invested in its largest operators. Alibaba and Tencent has been investing into the top. Three or four leading e-commerce platforms in India or across Southeast Asia. So this is a very interesting trend where we're seeing Chinese technology companies are dominating or becoming、uh, more dominating in the Asian tech scene in different verticals. So for sure,、uh, very interesting trend. We're going to continue to track another. Crypto news: Chinese cryptocurrency exchange startup Fcoin has received joint investment from Danhua Capital, Note Capital, Singer Capital, Timestamp Capital, A Decimal Capital, Zipper Foundation, and some other high net worth individuals. Fcoin. Is founded by Zhang Jian, who is formerly the chief technology officer of Huobi. Huobi is, of course, one of the largest crypto exchanges globally. So, for Fcoin users, trading what's different is trading on this platform is is mining. The firm will reward more than half. Of its Fcoin tokens to users by returning transaction fees to them. Owners of of Fcoin to- token can share eighty percent of the exchange's revenues and have the rights to participate in major community decisions. Members in the Fcoin community can also recommend coin listings, and coins that meet the listing requirements can be listed on the MM board. 
Coin developers can also apply to list their coins on the innovation board. Fcoin promises to release its audit results three days after it receives the coin listing application, all in an effort to um, have better oversight of the kind of tokens listed on this exchange, improve the quality of the cryptocurrencies on its exchange and improve transparency. The founder, John, is also previously a founder of Zipper, an app that provides user-controlled and seamless blockchain experiences for smartphone users globally. Baidu Inc., China's largest search engine and now aspiring to become China's leading AI company, is doing something else, shedding more asset, assets in order to focus on AI. Baidu earlier this week said it has entered into definitive agreements with certain investors who it didn't disclose to divest Baidu's global ad and tools business, which provides Baidu's uh, do ads and two apps which includes Do Color, Mobile Joy, and Photo Wonder, as well as Do Recorder. The divestiture marks Baidu's latest move to sharpen its AI focus. Last March in 2017, Baidu already shut down its medical unit, and in August 2017, Baidu sold its food delivery service, Baidu Waimai. And last month in April, Baidu said it's going to spin off a majority equity stake in its financial services business. So the transaction contemplated under the definitive agreement is subject to certain closing conditions and is currently expected to close by the end of the third quarter in 2018. Upon the completion of the transaction, the global due business is expected to be deconsolidated from Baidu's consolidated financial statements. Baidu's new global business unit will focus on AI-powered units, including the fast-growing Pop-in, a mobile recommendation engine, the input method, Simeji, app in Japan and various AI products offered in the U.S. and throughout Southeast Asia. This week, China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology released a blockchain report, which is very interesting. We read the whole report and we extracted the most valuable insights from that report for you. Basically, the report expects that after robust growth in the country's blockchain industry, 2018 will prove to be another blockbuster year for the sector with record amount of capital injected into blockchain. To date, there have been 249 investment deals in blockchain companies in China. That's throughout history, perhaps two or three years, perhaps two or three years um, pre-war as blockchain investments emerged. In 2016, a total of 60 funding deals were recorded, five times more than 2015, so roughly around when blockchain investments came to life, 2015, 20, 2015. 
So the year of 2017 saw strong growth as well, with nearly 100 investment deals recorded. The pace of growth accelerated during the first quarter of 2018, with 68 investment deals registered during the three-month period for the first quarter. It is therefore expected that 2018 will see a new height for blockchain investments in China. In total, there were 456 Chinese blockchain companies at the end of March, compared to 256 such companies at the end of 2016. The number of new blockchain companies added each year increased from 45 in 2014 to 136 in 2016 and 178 in 2017. The year of 2017 has been the peak of new blockchain company additions so far. In the report, blockchain companies are defined as those business entities who are registered in China and whose main business operations are blockchain technology and services. Those companies that utilize blockchain technology for part of their product and services are not included in this report. And of course, we always have to remember there are large amount of Chinese blockchain companies outside of China. If we can define blockchain, Chinese blockchain companies as those whose core team are Chinese and whose funding comes from Chinese companies and institutions and, um, and uh, whose investors are mostly Chinese, that number perhaps will be pretty significant as well. So now back to the report, as a reflection of the early stage nature of blockchain technology, nearly 90% of the funding deals in the sector were for Series A round or earlier stages. Around 9% were strategic investment, while only 2% were for Series B round or after. This shows that blockchain is still in its infancy and funding rounds will move toward later stages as more commercialized projects emerge. In terms of uh, application, most blockchain companies in China focus on blockchain applications, with 295 blockchain companies focus on applying blockchain technology into different scenarios. Of those companies, 86 companies are utilizing blockchain for financial services industry, 109 companies are focused on application in the, in the real economy sectors. Outside of applications, around 40 companies are those focused on providing blockchain solutions, building blockchain infrastructure, and blockchain media companies and blockchain community startups. Investors like backing blockchain application companies because 113 such investment deals recorded for blockchain application companies are all for those application companies. And only 42 investment deals were backing blockchain infrastructure projects, while 28 deals went to blockchain media and community companies. In addition, China's technology, China's technology giants are building up their own blockchain research and applications. Uh, we detailed last week in our podcast, including Tencent's Trust SQL, Alibaba, of course, is doing a lot, and Baidu Inc. is teaming up with partners to launch China's first blockchain-supported asset-backed security project and also blockchain-backed ABS exchange. In terms of uh, geographical 
distribution. Beijing, Shanghai, Guangdong Province, and Zhejiang Province accounted for most of the number of blockchain companies. Over 80% of blockchain companies are based in those cities and provinces. Beijing leads the ranking with 38% of blockchain companies being based in the capital. Shanghai accounted for 21% of blockchain companies, while Guangdong Province is home to 16% of blockchain companies. Yet another blockchain news that this happened earlier, very early this week, around Monday or Tuesday. Chris Lee, who is formerly chief executive officer of crypto exchange OKEX, has resigned and joined rival Huobi. Li, whose name Chinese name is Li Shufei, resigned. Last week, actually, from OKEX, but this week, earlier this week, he said in a WeChat post that he is joining rival Huobi, and he feels no regrets about his decisions. This, of course, is not being handled so well by the founder of OKCoin.com, Mingxin Xu. In the response. She said that legal professionals will be handled these matters. My blessings to Chris Lee and Li Lin. Li Lin, of course, is the CEO and founder of Huobi. What's interesting is that things happen very fast in the crypto world, as we all know, and this is a perfect example of that kind of fast-paced movement in this space. Neo Lee, who is the founder of Hobby, said in its announcement that he got in touch with Chris Lee the day when Lee's departure from OKEX was announced. The two quickly chatted and reached an agreement for Chris Lee to join Hobby very shortly after. We can just see that the announcement date of Lee joining Hobby is only seven days after Chris Lee's res- res- resignation from OKEX was made public on May 14th. So, seven days to take care of all the discussions, negotiations, and take documents processing and all that. Yes, that's why people say one day in the crypto world is about a year in the real world. So this space is so fast-paced; it's very, it's pretty amazing. Okay, EX, of course, as we know, have suffered a series of setbacks in the past year. In March, it was accused that uh, on OKEX, around ninety-three percent of its crypto transaction volumes were fake transactions, and at the same time, some investors who lost money. Buying and trading coins on OKCoin's platforms, camped in its Beijing office, seeking for compensation for losses. Now, moving on to fundraising news for private equity firms, Legend Capital has completed a one billion RMB or one hundred fifty-six million US dollar fund for its second RMB healthcare vehicle. The fund will invest in innovative medicine, precise treatment, medical devices, diagnostics technologies, medical services, and genetic technologies. Since 2018, Legend Capital's medical team has participated in more than 70 projects worth more than 700 million U.S. dollars. 
It is a lead investor in 85% of those projects. And also the, the firm was able to secure some exits, including the um, IPO of pharmaceutical preparation manufacturing firm Wuxi Biologics, medical laboratory firm Guangzhou KingMed, King and pharmaceutical firm Yunnan Hongxiao, Yixintang Pharmaceutical Company Limited. More AI news, Alibaba Group and Chinese AI company SenseTime has teamed up with Hong Kong Science and Technology Park Corporation to launch the Hong Kong AI Lab, a not-for-profit initiative with the aim to support innovation in the field of AI in Hong Kong. Alibaba Hong Kong Entrepreneurs Fund, established by Alibaba to support young entrepreneurs in Hong Kong, and since time, will provide funding to the operation of the lab. The first initiative rolled out by the lab is a six-month accelerator program providing funding, AI technologies, network, working space to prospective AI startups in Hong Kong. We have a lot of specific information on how do you apply to this incubation or accelerator program. So please remember to go to our website at www.chinamoneynetwork.com to check out all those details. Very interesting initiative. As we know, Hong Kong and some of the big investors, including Sequoia Capital-backed Hong Kong X and Alibaba's Alibaba Hong Kong Entrepreneurs Fund, are all investing a lot of energy and time trying to encourage and promote AI or innovation or entrepreneurship in Hong Kong and also trying to leverage Hong Kong's strategic position being so close to Shenzhen and the Greater Bay Area, trying to leverage all this network effect. So lots happening in this, in this space and it's really perhaps the best time ever for Hong Kong startups to secure funding and get support from government or private or NGO initiatives. This is just one of them. So please stay tuned to China Money Podcast and China Money Network as we continue to bring those efforts to you. Another blockchain news, Tencent has helped to establish a Tsinghua University Blockchain Research Center. The Research Center for Blockchain of Tsinghua University's FinTech Institute was un un unveiled over last weekend. The Research Center was jointly established with donations from Chinese VC firm Garong Capital, Tencent, and other entities. The establishment of the research center was driven by the desire to take advantage of how the convergence of big data, cloud computing, AI, blockchain, and other technologies are transforming the financial industry. Based at one of China's top universities, the research center will focus on the development of blockchain technology and related industry applications. Also, another news from last weekend, since we do this podcast on Friday, we sort of can't cover what's happening on that week's weekend, so we do a review in the end to last weekend. Another important news was China has launched a relay satellite on 
um, actually on Monday, to set up a communication link between Earth and the planned Chang'e 4 lunar, lunar probe that will explore the far side of the moon. A Long March 4C, also known as Changzheng 4C, a Chinese orbital carrier rocket carrying a relay satellite named named Qiuqiao, has was launched at 5:28 a.m. Monday Beijing time from Southwest China's Xichang Satellite Launch Center. Chang'e 4 marks another milestone in China's space program. Last week, China Chinese company OneSpace launched a test rocket into suborbit, the first such launch by a privately funded Chinese company. In December 2013, China launched Chang'e 3, an unmanned lunar exploration mission that was successfully landed the lunar rover Yu-2 on the moon. China aims to launch about 100 satellites from 2006 to 2016 and to launch its first Mars probe in 2020. Its long-term goal is to become a leading space power by 2030, according to an aviation white paper issued by State Council Information Office back in 2016. So that's a wrap. Those are all the news headlines from China Money Network regarding China's VC and technology industry. There are a lot that I can't um, explain or read on this podcast. So I do encourage you to please subscribe to our newsletter. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, Medium, Steemit, everywhere. Uh, all the social media channels or uh, networking apps that you use. Of course, follow Subscribe to this podcast so you can listen to this weekly podcast and do not miss one episode. And of course, if you like it, you think it's useful, please give us a rating or give us a review that will really help other people to find us and really help us to do a better job going forward. So thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned.